Hey guys, it's Claire and Becca with a slightly less nice sounding voice. <laughs> and welcome back to week three of Golden Hour Podcast. Oh, see, I can't even scream. I was screaming too much over the weekend because we had a game and now I sound a little bit scary, but that's okay. That's okay. We're going to ignore it for right now. <laughs> yeah, we're bear with us. <laughs> Just ignore my voice and we're going to talk a little, about, a little bit about friendship. Um, and I'm genuinely sorry about my voice. It sounds so horrible. No, it's soothing. It's nice. I hope you guys enjoy it. Yeah, thanks. A little change up. Um, yeah, so we kind of joked in a couple episodes ago about how we used to hate each other, and a bunch of people kind of asked to explain that story. So it kind of goes a little bit far back. It's a little bit twisted, but, um, when I first came to college, I was very set on what it is that I thought it was supposed to be like, and I think... In high school, I went to a pretty small school from like kindergarten to eighth grade, and then a bigger high school. Not very, I mean, Claire's school was like 10 <laughs> times high the size school. of mine. <laughs> Nothing like mine. <laughs> yeah, but bigger. Um, but I always felt like no shade to any of my high school friends if you're listening to this, like, sorry. But <laughs> I always felt like I didn't have a lot in common with them. Like, we were kind of just like thrown together, and there was no one that I was like, oh, this person and I really get along because of this reason. It was kind of like, friends out of circumstance not that I didn't love them or anything but none of them were really athletes for the most part like they were all white which is not a problem like those things are fine but I never felt super super like close to anyone in high school so because Claire and I left for school so early we got to college in like early June Claire hadn't even graduated or like hadn't even I literally came to school the day after I graduated yeah it was really early so I was like dead set on finding friends that were like exactly like me for some reason I mean looking back on it now I know why I felt like that but in the moment I was just so fixated on like since I didn't feel super close to people in my high school or from my like area now I like have to find it in college and Claire just was not that from my first impression so I was like no um and we just kind of went went <laughs> along with that for a long time yeah yeah like and for me I mean kind of the same thing I didn't really have um, anyone that I was that close to coming out of high school. I had, like, a few people from soccer that were, like, my closest friends, but yeah. not really. Like, we had a bigger friend group in high school, but it was – I really was not close to anyone by the end. And, like, yeah, I was honestly, same. like – it, like, was really sad it for was me. It like, And it took me until the very end of high school to realize that I didn't – like, I kind of pushed away people I was very, very close to. Same. And especially, like, leaving high school, like, I really pushed everyone same. away. And it's, like, even when I go back to home now, like, I see very I few see two people. people. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. like, during – I can't sit here and be like, oh, I didn't care because I did. But during it, like, even, like, the whole friend group thing, I went through, like, multiple friend groups, like, where we just, like, grew apart and I just kind of, like, oh, new lunch table, like, new friend lunch group, table. whatever. And, like – in the moment that was like the worst thing in the world to me like I would go to my mom and be like this this happened like now they hate me blah blah blah. now I need new friends and then I'd move on to the next group and like I never felt really really close to any of them and like my best friend of the month of the two months whatever we didn't talk moved on to the next group and I just like went about high school like that I mean okay month is a bit dramatic but (laughs) (laughs) probably like every year of high school or at least halfway through each year it was like major turnover in friends and like after a while I kind of was like okay I just don't care I don't want to be friends with these people anyway whether or not that's actually true is probably one thing but I think after a while I kind of just like gave up on trying to be really close to anyone 
it's about time college came around. I was like, okay, second chance. Like, here we go. <laughs> yeah, no, I kind of felt that way too. And like, if anyone, like, if, if anyone like kind of like did me wrong in any way, or I felt like they were fake in any sort of way, I would then push them away immediately. Yeah. Which I like learned, like, and I'll talk about kind of later down with like our friendship story. Yeah. Like, I just, I can't do that. And like yeah. that, like led me to being really like isolating myself. Yeah. But um, yeah. So like when I came to college, I also had this like mission to like have these close friends that I didn't have like in high school and when I felt that like we like Becca and I weren't gonna be that close friend like friend like friendship I don't know like I I knew we weren't gonna be that ideal BFF group that like I thought you know I needed yeah I was kind of like okay like then let's just not be that yeah yeah so like we both came to school, like we said, really, really early on, mm-hmm. like summer going into our first year. And there was only a few of us in our hall, like a few girls from like basketball and volleyball and then us, like yeah. three soccer players. Yeah. Um, Becca was roommates with one of the other soccer players um, and I wasn't. But because it was only the three of us there and like the three of us working out together, mm-hmm. we just hung out because we had to, I guess. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, like we got along and we hung out, but we knew that we were not like real friends yeah and we were very very upfront about that there was never any like ooh, i think claire's talking about me behind my back or like becca's saying this like it wasn't like that it was genuinely we knew we weren't meant to be friends which sounds really weird and like super (laughs) dramatic but like our friendship was genuinely not meant to be at the time and like we were very okay with that we did not try to like fake it like we were like we'll hang on the locker room and ha ha he he all day long like but outside of that like i'm cool yeah like literally like that was it we could laugh with each other but we were not telling each other any secrets of any sort not at all and I think for me at first I like I said I really wanted like that close friend that I felt like just like got me like you know I was sort of those like stupid movies where like the two BFFs have like grew up together they know everything about each other like I wanted that friend and I felt like initially I was like oh it would make sense for it to be Claire and then the second, it wasn't exactly what I expected. I was like, no, this friendship is never going to work because she wasn't what I had planned in my head. That friend was going to be how they were going to act, how they were going to care themselves, speak, whatever. Like, that just wasn't clear. So I never really gave it a chance. And I don't know how she felt about me, but <laughs> we were okay with that until a little bit later down the line. Yeah, I, I didn't like the way like the certain things Becca did the way she acted the way she kind of carried herself like Mm -hmm. that just wasn't what I thought I wanted in my life Mm -hmm. and so I we just kind of like wrote each other off and that was it and so like going into our first semester where we actually had school and had like soccer with the whole team like no none of our teammates knew that we didn't like each other at all like they would they were surprised when we told them after that year that we hated each other because we got along so well when we were together but Out of that, like, I, I had once told Becca, like, I don't, like, I'm so glad she that we're like, not- I'm so glad we're not friends. And I, like, kind of, I thought she was, like, kidding. I thought she was going to say something else. And she just looked at me, like, dead in the eyes, straight face, all serious. And was like, yeah, like, it's honestly really good. Like, we can hang out in the locker room. But, like, I'm so glad we don't have to hang out outside. Because, like, I just don't want to. And I was like, okay. Like, uh, like and that was the thing. Like, we were very straight up about it. Yeah. Because... There's no need to be, like, fake and worrying about what the other person's saying. Like, yeah. we were very straight up about it. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, our first semester passed, and then we went into our second semester, and we kind of started hanging out a lot more. Like, yeah. um, our friend group started to merge a little bit. Like, yeah. I became very, very close with her roommate at the time, and... Yeah. So, we just kind of, like, naturally started hanging out a lot more. Yeah. Um, to the point where it was, like, 
we'd just hang out, you, me, and then one of our other good friends who mm. came in that semester as well, we were just all hanging out all the time. Yeah. And for me, by the end of the fall semester, I was, like, pretty upset. Just, like, like I said, in high school, I felt like oh, I wasn't yeah. close to a lot of people. And I felt kind of that. I knew a lot of people. I'd met a lot of people. I'd never been around that many people in my life. Like, I'd got, always gone to small schools, like, my teams and stuff. Like, I'd never been around so many people and so many different people at once in my entire life. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, almost overwhelmed by the amount of people I'd met. But I felt very, like isolated from them and I was like went through a phase where I was just like very upset and was just kind of like I know so many people I've done so many things like I've feel like I've expanded my like horizons like people say you go to college and like find yourself or whatever and I was like I've met all these people who seem to like have it together like everyone else seems like they have friends like everyone's posting my friend group this my friend group that on Instagram whatever and I was like I don't really have that and like like I said before with Claire not fitting what I expected what I expected was to have this like 10 girls friend group where we like go do everything together and braid his hair every night and like I didn't have that so I felt almost like I would let myself down like my high school self was just like repeating over again and I didn't have I was with the same sort of like not fake friends but like friends we ha ha he he in the locker room or in the because we lived in like hall style dorms like in the hall everyone's cool but like there's no one if something happened to me right now who am I gonna call I don't know like I don't have that person after a while I was like I can't keep pushing someone like Claire away if I hadn't even given her a chance and I feel like at the end of the fall for me that's why I was like willing to even try because at the yeah. beginning I was very unwilling to even make an effort because I was like I don't like her yeah <laughs> and like that was kind of the opposite for me like mm. I kind of established that like close-knit friend like yeah. friend group and I was like very very happy with the end of the fall um and then I kind of just I don't, I don't, I couldn't, I couldn't even tell you what yeah. was going through my head, but I tend to self-destruct. Yeah, and you do. ruin everything going good for me in my life. <laughs> um, so I, you know, I kind of pushed everyone away. Mm-hmm. I started hanging out with just a few people, um, my boyfriend, Becca, and our other friend, and we literally, like, lived together. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and then, yeah, so it was just us, and... Yeah. I don't know why I kind of believe that there was this right way of, like, having friend groups. I thought, like, at one point I was, like, going to merge everyone and, like, we were all going to be good. But then, like, it, it just wasn't it wasn't the way to go about things. And I messed it all up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of when I knew. I was like, okay, let's, like, you know, rework this. Let's mm-hmm. try and, you know, open yourself up. And that's when I kind of was like, okay, Becca... We're gonna we're gonna get this again. We're, we're, we're gonna try. And Becca did leave because she's really really good at soccer. No, um, no, you guys no. probably know that already, but Becca <laughs> is very talented with the ball. No. Um, and she left for U.S. national team camp for like a month. So in that time, like we obviously weren't like hanging out, mm-hmm. and we'd like text a little bit, I guess, but yeah. not as like not that much. Yeah. Um, but then you came back. And did we go to D.C. together after that? We did something. I think we, we did go to D.C. Like, I went, my sister was moving or something, and I went, and that's, like, kind of, well, I'm really spilling your government, but it's like <laughs> kinda, it was kind of close to where you lived. Yeah. So I was like, oh, like, come over. My mom works in D.C. too. Yeah. So, like, we, like, met up, which I, yeah. we would have never done, like, never. months before that. Never. I'm and, surprised And, like, Claire's come that. to my house before, like. Yeah. That, if I, 
had to guess that would happen, I would literally like laugh. Like I said this in the first episode, if anyone told me this, we were going to be this close, I would laugh in their face now. <laughs> but <laughs> I think it was helpful that we weren't friends and that we didn't like each other. Yeah. Because we kind of were able to see what we didn't like about the other person and about ourselves. Like There were things that I realized, Claire doesn't like me for this reason. And honestly, I don't love that about myself either or vice versa. And I think we were able to sort of grow in that and like push each other in that because we were very comfortable calling each other out. I think if we started off super close and never had any issues, I don't know how comfortable I'd be in saying, Claire, what you did was stupid and I don't think you should do that ever yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> now no, I will so call true. her out so quickly because it's like, she knows I don't mean any harm by it. And like, if I'm saying like, you shouldn't do this or you did this and that upset me or whatever, like there's nothing more than like her best interest on my mind. And like, she knows that now. Whereas a lot of other friendships I've had that were always like sunshine and rainbows from the beginning, you never established that sort of like, accountability that I feel like we have that I don't have with a lot of my other friends yeah that's exactly right um like I said like I would push people away but with Becca we kind of because we'd already pushed each other away (laughs) I was then like allowing myself I like I had to actually force myself to then be like okay let's grow with each other and have each like let's help each other yeah um so that I'm not like these are things I don't like about her or that I think you know maybe she could work on mm-hmm. and she did the same for me and we were able to then grow together mm-hmm. into a friendship and that like I had to be open-minded for yeah. that um I was very like no no this isn't gonna work yeah. no this is not gonna work yeah but um after we kind of both got over that you know we were able to then grow with each other yeah like, I keep circling back to this but I really think like the root of all of it for me was the aesthetics of the whole thing Mm -hmm. and people like we said people didn't know we didn't really get along and that was largely like a conscious effort at least on my end like I didn't want it to seem like we weren't friends and I won't won't say I hated her because I don't hate is really strong (laughs) (laughs) I can't say I hated her but I really tried to make it seem like everything was good because it was like well it looks like I have that other friend or you know I have friends outside of the team or whatever and with like going through rush and all that like it's not like i went through rush joined a sorority and all of a sudden now i have a hundred best friends like i also ended up dropping out of said sorority but that's all (laughs) that's besides the point but when i did it i was like oh like it'll look good like if me and claire are friends on the outside at least and never really thought about the inside like we still take instagram posts together we'll still like sit on the bus go to games together or whatever but i do not care if I don't like her because at least it looks like I do and that was like something that I really had to like think about and I think when I left um during the spring for however long it feels like I was gone for 10 years but (laughs) I was in another country like away from everything like I really like thought about it a lot and was like what am I doing (laughs) (laughs) why why is it like this and I think that like really really helped yeah yeah, I can't live life for the aesthetics. Yeah, you can't. And I mean, Becca's still like a planner now and still likes yeah. to make sure to make sure things look good. But and she's helped me with that aspect of my life. Like I was so everywhere my first year, like yeah. everywhere. Um, and it I suffered because of it. Like my grades, my my play, my soccer playing, my social life, like. I was hurting people. I wasn't doing good things in my life. Was I having fun? Was I, you know, happy at most points? <laughs> I mean, my Snapchat memories would say differently. But, <laughs> you know, um, I guess I was, but I needed structure. Mm-hmm. And Becca has really helped me with that. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful for that because if, you know, 
I don't know where I'd be right now <laughs> going to my third year of college if yeah. I was still acting the same way I was first year. Yeah. I saw this YouTube video come up yesterday. I didn't actually watch it, so I have no idea what it was about. Oh, but okay. <laughs> the, the title was like, college is hard, dot, 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 like what people don't tell you or something like that. And the like image, you know, like you have like the photo and then when you scroll, it like starts playing sort of the video on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It was like a girl, she was like crying <laughs> and the, oh. the like, I don't know what it's called. The image over, the words over the image was like, what people don't tell you about college and it was like friends relationship school whatever and i was like for me i expected literally everything to be perfect yeah and i the biggest thing that i learned from claire when we weren't friends is like she didn't care about that which was very new to me most of my friends back home were like from high school or just like whatever were pretty similar to me grew up similarly similar sort of like a lifestyle where that the look of things the way things seem was very very important i don't know if you would say the same with the people you were around but like I vividly remember times where, like, I was having a conversation with someone from my high school, like, during high school, and, like, they would say something and be like, uh, well, that's not actually true, but, like, at least it looks that way, or, like, post a picture, like, oh, I hated this day, but at least it looked good in the Instagram, I'm just gonna post it so people think I had fun, like, things like that were so important in my high school and, like, important with the people I was around that, like, I cared so much about that, and when I realized that Claire didn't, I was like, wait, this is something that people don't care about, like, that's so weird to me. And, like, I grew so much from that just because I observed, even though I didn't like it at first, I just observed how she acted. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the problem with today's society is that we look to social media to see how people are living their lives. And that's a second of something. Like, it's a picture of someone's life mm-hmm. or or a Snapchat video of someone's life or a YouTube or a TikTok of someone's life. Mm-hmm. And it's just not real. Yeah. Especially uh, now. Like, yeah. we're literally, I say this all the time. I feel like a princess locked in a tower. We do not do any like we don't go outside (laughs) the only time i go outside is literally for training and to curbside pick up my groceries like we don't leave yeah and if you didn't know me at all and you scrolled through like my social media you probably would think a little bit differently just because like we do make the best of the situation like we go out wear our masks and take instagram pictures in the park but (laughs) like that's not what it really is that's not true of like every day is mainly literally me sitting in my room being on zoom in my class all day going to training and doing it all over the next day exactly there's no more there's nothing more to it than that and exactly like, now i'm a little bit more conscious of it but this time last year i think if covid happened last year i would be so pressed over like i have to take pictures and post them and have to make this look good and that yeah. look good so people at least think even though we're in a pretty abysmal situation like well at least becca looks like she's having a good time like that doesn't matter yeah no one cares (laughs) and i'm still working on that like Mm -hmm. making like i don't need everything to look perfect and Mm -hmm. pretty for social media i don't need the outside opinion like yes i don't really care what other people think like i'm sure (laughs) i mean i'm sure if you ask a lot of people their opinion on me it wouldn't be the best (laughs) um at this school but i don't really like care i'm happy with what i'm doing and um like having like like i said becca's keeps me on track and she <laughs> tells me how it is like if I set a goal for myself where I'm like I want to do this differently in my life she keeps me on track with it mm-hmm. um but I still need to work on making sure that's like oh I don't need to post this on Instagram or post this story so that like even though I may be struggling today like people don't think that I am or yeah. something like that we could definitely do a whole episode about this because yeah someone said to me the other day people aren't watching you as much as you think they are right and that I mean, I've heard people say that a million times, but for some reason, when she said it to me, that like really st- just like st- I don't know, stopped me dead in my tracks when she said that. 
And I was like, the problem with that for me is like, I think people are watching me constantly. And if I slip up, someone's going to hold me accountable to it. But it's like, no one cares. <laughs> like, except for the people that I are co- like, exactly. Except for the people that you choose to be around you in your life, close to you, that you want them to like hold you to a high standard. Your Instagram followers are not going to check you if you're doing something that you said you don't want to do. If you're slipping up in what it is that you believe in or you're not standing firm in what you believe in. Besides the people in your life that actually care, no one's going to press you. No one's going to check you on it. And I went through pretty much my whole life, high school back, expecting people that I wasn't even that close to to hold me accountable to things or to look out for my best interest when honestly, they don't care. And like, maybe that's a knock on them, knock on me, who cares? Like, people are naturally going to be selfish and if they're not really in your life and like someone that you value their opinion, value their presence, like why do I care so much to like, what does this person think about what I'm doing or what does this person have to say? How does this person perceive my actions? If Claire's going to tell me you did this, I don't like it. I care. If someone comments on my Instagram, I saw you do this yesterday and I thought it was, I don't care. (laughs) And like, I did not feel that way before I was friends with Claire. And I think that is 99.9% 99.9% because she doesn't care and I've realized like she's doing just fine <laughs> without being super pressed over every little thing that every person has to say or thinks yeah. about me yeah I mean like the amount of times I've heard things said about me that aren't even true yeah. it's like same okay like you guys have either maybe met me once or you guys don't even actually know me and you yeah. want to say whatever you want about me that's fine like yeah. I know who I am like my, my closest friends know who I am and that's all that matters my family knows yeah. who I am and that's all that matters yeah. and both of our families are brutally honest yes. with us like brutal like and with each other too yeah <laughs> I I asked my Claire's mom how I played in the game <laughs> because I know she's gonna tell me Becca you were terrible and I need that like <laughs> Claire's mom really keeps me on the straight and narrow. If I'm doing something wild, I'm like, Claire's mom would not approve. I can't be doing this. No, like, if if Becca's dad, oh my goodness, he will literally tell me straight up, you didn't play your best today, Claire. Yeah. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank, I will try harder than again the next day. And I need that. Literally. And, like, those are the kind of people that I have grown to, like, draw myself towards. I used to run away from that, like, nobody's business like if I there was someone in my life that was like honest with me and would like hold me to a pretty high standard like hold me accountable things I said I was like like cool on me why are you pressing me all the time like now I seek those people out like there's probably four or five people that I'm like very intentional and like I seek their opinion and like on everything before I never wanted that and like now I mean those people are few and far between like it's not like I'm out here asking everyone what they think because some people like your judgment's not sound i don't need you to be telling me what you should do because you need to look at what you're doing sis yeah but there's a group of probably like four or five people some of them are family some of them aren't that i genuinely like look to and when i first got to college that wasn't even a part of the equation for me it was just how does it look not what do these people actually bring to the table exactly what are they bringing to my life are they constantly just in it for the cute instagram posts and the laughs which is fine like I love friends that I can just like have a good laugh with and keep it pushing. But like at this point, you need people in your life that are like doing good things. They're, they're either pushing you away or pushing you towards your goals. There's no in between. And yeah. like I didn't realize that until I was a lot older. I'm going to say that again. People in your life are either pushing you to or pushing you away from your goals. That's it. There's literally no like there is no time for no middle ground. Like that's it. And like at the beginning, I thought Claire was pushing me away. And maybe she was. Maybe she wasn't. I think I was pushing myself away. But like now it's like. She's either going to push me towards them or she's going to check me when I'm pushing myself away. Like, that's yeah. it. And I think 
a lot of friendships that I went through and burned through quickly. It's just because they were just there. Didn't yeah. add any value to my life. Yeah, exactly. And for me, it took something in my life for me to realize that this is what I need in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I made a mistake um, my second year that mm-hmm. it it broke me. And mm-hmm. it made me realize that I need people in my life who are going to help me you know, stay on the path that I want, that mm-hmm. I want to go on in life. Yeah. And I want to be better myself. Yeah. Um, and I like had, and I, I don't think you were here when it all happened, whatever happened, happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you guys what happened all <laughs> year. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. But, um, our friend D was here mm-hmm. and she, we like, she took me out to breakfast the next morning and we had like a long talk and she bought me breakfast and she was like, you know, I'm here for you and we're going to, we're going to fix this. We're going to make things better. And mm-hmm. you just, and, and you may not even realize that that's what you need in your life, but we're here to tell you, find people who are going to bring you up and yeah. help you find your goals. Yeah. And you don't need to, I'm, we're not saying, oh my gosh, you need to be perfect right now. No. You can't do crazy and wild things. You can't mess up. You can't make mistakes. I'm still making mistakes. I make yeah. mistakes every single day, yeah. but at least I want to be better. And yeah. I am, I'm surrounding myself with people who are going to help me be better yeah and it's not all that all the time like no way friendship is freaking hard college is hard like especially right now things are really really hard and like there is no one answer to like oh just do this and everything's gonna be fine if i had that answer i'd be a millionaire i would not be sitting here <laughs> on my floor in my college apartment making a podcast i would be ankle tape on exactly i would be the next bill gate i don't know but i wouldn't be sitting here i can tell you that much so i can't tell you the perfect remedy but what i can say is that you have to find that balance. And this this episode is like a lot more serious in our, not the baying, and <laughs> <laughs> me talking about my relaxer at the PDA showcase. But I think that's pretty telling of the friendship that we have. Yeah. Is that one day it's not the baying, and the next it's like, how are you driving me towards my goals? Exactly. And it's, if you're not. It's planting your plants and me soiling, I mean, watering your soil. You that should be on a t-shirt. You didn't say that right. Planting, you planting a plant... Wait, hold on, guys. You're not getting it. Wait, yes. Okay, you plant your seed. Uh-huh. I water your soil. And it, when you start friends, to wilt... When you plant a seed, your friends are either tearing it out of the ground or you they're the watering can. No. <laughs> okay, we're going to figure I, this out. I thought I was out. onto something with the watering can analogy, but I, no, think, I, I think I made it work. They're either, they're either building your boat... Or making a hole. Or, or adding water. Okay, we need to... We <laughs> We're not good at... If anyone has a good, like, analogy, send it our way because we're struggling. But in all seriousness, like, if my one takeaway, my one golden nugget that you should put in your Instagram bio tomorrow is <laughs> your friends are either pushing you to or away from your goals. Not mm-hmm. saying you need to pick up the phone right now while you're listening to this and start canceling people out here. Like, oof, cancel. We should talk about that another day, but... That's going to go with our social media episode. Yeah, it's not saying you need to start cutting people out left and right. But the way, someone said this to me the other day, the way you conduct yourself and the way you sort of do things, the way you live your life, you don't need to be kicking people out because they will naturally draw to or away from you. Right. And if the people that are drawing away, they're not meant to be there. Like, keep it pushing. If they don't want to be in your life, when you start getting things in order, start actually holding yourself accountable, holding people around you accountable, they don't want to be there, cool. Y'all can go. But the people that you're intentional about and the people that draw towards you, when they can see that you're... Not all sunshine and rainbows and posting your pretty little selfies on Instagram, which go take a golden hour selfie and be cute, but there's more to it. And the yeah. people that are willing to like help you when you're not all cute are way more important than the person who's in your Instagram picture. 
And that's not saying that you can't have people in your life who aren't going to, you know, push you to be your best every single day. Like, yeah. obviously, you're going to have friends who just aren't like that yeah. for you. But what we're saying is, like, keep the people who are close. Yeah. And that was one of my biggest problems, too, is I would cut everyone out of my mm-hmm. life because I didn't think that they wanted the best for me or they were fake or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I ended up isolating myself, like I said earlier. Yeah. And I've kind of learned, like, pick your battles. Like, if it's Seriously. really that, if it's deep, like, think about it. If it's really that deep that's going to affect your mental health every single day, then address it. Don't just cut them out. Address it. Yeah. Like, talk to them about it if you still want them in your life. And hopefully you guys can work it out. And they'll know what you did wrong, what they did wrong. Yeah. And you guys can move past it. Yeah. And I think that was another problem with us as well. But yeah. now we're able to talk about anything that's going wrong. with Like, if Becca does something that upsets me, I'm able to address it with her. Yeah. And we talk it out and we move past it. Yeah. And I'm not saying all my friends are like this, but and I, I do have friends that are just like we ha ha he he, and then it's like well, cool. But that like this is my best friend, whatever that people love to throw around on social media, whatever. Like, is that person right for your life? Is that person helping you or not? Yeah. There's no, there's no two ways about it. And we're, and we're not perfect. We're no. not here saying that we oh, we're, the we're the best ideal best friends. friends. No, like, we're we not at all. We still have our issues, and we're still working on building ourselves, bettering ourselves, and, like, building our friendship. Mm-hmm. Guys, we're moving in together next yes. year. That's really going to test our friendship. But, um... <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, we're still, we're still growing. We're still growing, but we're doing it with a little bit more understanding and a little bit more grace towards each other. Self-awareness. Yes. A lot of those things. <laughs> but, yeah. So this is kind of why we hated each other, how we got past it, and our little, like, friendship life hack. <laughs> our friendship spiel, if yeah, you will. Yeah, if you will. Our, this is like when your mom, when you get in a fight with your friend, your mom sits you down, like, lectures you about what friendship should be. Yeah. Right now, we're your mom. <laughs> or just your best friends here yeah. to help you out. Yeah. Just chatting with you. Yeah. It's kind of therapy for us, too. Yeah, honestly. It's nice being able to talk about all this with I someone. Know. And with an audience of... I, I forgot how many, but we can see where people are listening from. Like I can see what town you're in. So that's cool. Which is so cool. Like, it's so cool. I think someone was it Amsterdam, Netherlands. Yeah, there was someone in the Netherlands. Is Amsterdam in the, Dominican in the Netherlands? <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> we're just we're just move past that. I'll take it out. Actually, I probably won't. Don't take it out. Um, there was someone know. in the Dominican Republic. I would say people in the UK is like cool, but that's where my family's from. So yeah. it's probably like. And I'm working my on my British accent, so when I go it's visit so your bad. family... It's so bad, guys. Don't even do it. Please don't do it. I won't, because that's embarrassing it's right so now. Bad. But it's going to get better. But thanks for listening to our little, honestly, therapy session with an audience. Like, if you gain nothing from this, I'm sorry, but at least we did. <laughs> <laughs> we love you all. I mean, I hope you all are having a good week. We know it's stressful times. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Please. We played a game this week and weekend, and no one would have thought that would have ever happened. So yeah, I gotta wear my ankle tape this week because you guys are wearing your well, most of you some. <laughs> I don't at this point. Okay, well, whatever some of y'all doing, you're doing a good job. So keep it up. And if you're not wearing your mask, go put your mask on. Please, I'll make you a cute one. I'll paint you guys one. No, it's okay. You probably won't do that. Okay. But love you all. Thanks for listening. Tune back next week for another episode of Golden Hour podcast and we're out